BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, good gloomy morning to you. It's really gloomy. There weren't even any lights on and I was like, am I okay? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I know. I know our, our stupid, hilarious seasonal affective disorder here in California because we're so spoiled. <sighs> um. I don't know about you. I'll I'll get the one gloomy day, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna put on a little sweater and curl up under a blanket. Then when it goes on day two, I'm like, somebody call the, the psych ward. I'm gonna lose it. I need I some know. sunshine. I know. I feel like we're the only place like, or with you know, warm climates all year. I'm sure like the Southwest in general that like we like pine for the days where we get to layer. You know, whereas like the rest of the country that gets actual winter is like. Go fuck yourself. I, like, <laughs> yeah. I know, but you you know that you missed the four seasons when I was like watching Handmaid's Tale, you know, the, the new season of Handmaid's Tale last <laughs> night. And uh, Nick was walking through the snowy forest. And instead of me uh-huh. paying attention to the actual plot line, I was just like, oh, he's just, I miss that feeling of like seeing my breath and wearing an open yeah, jacket and totally. standing in a, and I like missing totally. the whole plot. Yeah, I, like, I know. Agreed. I like we might go to Seattle or Vancouver in November, and I was like, I want to like be forced to wear a jacket. I don't want to do it strictly for fashion, for funsies. <laughs> <laughs> That being said, uh, welcome to Sidework Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. Hi, guys. I'm your other host, Andrea Wallace. And here we are. We're still here. We're back. We're back, baby. We're in it. We're in it. It, it felt like I couldn't remember how to do little certain things that were very robotic to me for the past several years. Like I was like, I kind of forget how to upload the episode and, and funny <laughs> shit like that. But I'm back. That nice. was... That like was ride. the crazy retrograde energy, which is still happening, by the way. Uh, it's been a fucking week and a half. I also, last we heard on our episode, my dog OD'd on marijuana, on the CBD accidentally. And then I did. Then <laughs> I did it. I don't know if there was an old switcheroo at the old weed factory with this tincture specifically, but I take CBD for my menstrual cramps. Um, I take a 40 to one. I have stopped eating ibuprofen like it's going out of style. It's a positive thing that I'm able to control the pain with this. So my normal one that I take, I took all day and then I got home and I was like, oh, here's this one that Indiana got into. It's just a 30 to one as opposed to a 40 to one. So you really shouldn't feel high. I was like, there's some left in the bottle. I'll take a little bit of that just because I don't want it to go to waste, you know, like, so I'm making dinner and all of a sudden I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh, like it had more THC than what the bottle I guess I'm so sensitive. I've talked about it yeah. on the show a thousand yeah. times about no, you're how a freak. you're a freak. I when go you get dark. High. I get yeah. dark. I go. It's not for me. No. Like the 40 to ones are great, but because you need a little bit of THC to activate the CBD and that's how the science works, you know, but holy shit. This I was, was just- I was, I was chopping vegetables and I was like, it was a race against time to not play with knives anymore. I was just like, just get the salad done. Don't cut anything with knives. Brian gets home and I was like, I'm fucked up. <laughs> like, and then I was like, not, it was a bad scene. I had to go crawl into my bed. Everything grossed me out. 
I was like, I can't watch anything but a home makeover show and hope to God I pass out. And then I did. And I woke up three hours later at 11 p.m., mind you. God. And I was like, okay, I'm not tripping balls off weed oil anymore. Oh, my God. Hell. Hell, Brooke. Um, My my hell is... THC edible situations. It's your hell. I'll I'll tell you what. After I complained about that commercial audition, uh, I got a call back for the worst. Nice. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> I was like, this energy's so bad. I bet I'll get it. Um. Anyways, uh. So I go back in and I put my hair up in this kind of like. Ugh, I just like quaffed it up in like a fun perky bun sort of thing, and I had maybe a few more bobby pins supporting it than I would normally right because you got to be on camera you got to like you know nothing you know, more than you know, a little extra yes I realized that my go-to look is always a little sloppy in real life and I don't care but like I'm trying to be more mindful of how it reads on camera so sure. then I do a call back and I come back and I'm like all right I gotta wash my hair get in a bath uh hair still up and then I lay back dunk my head And then I'm like, all right, just going to do the thing where I loosely free the hair. And I I don't even know how to begin to explain what happened to you. (laughs) The plastic didn't come out. And then I think the bobby pins allowed the hair to... Like, you know, like, like when, like you're like, like you've got two ends of a string and something in the middle. No, I know what happened. Yeah. It's like when I told you I took my skims bra off and it like, (laughs) it wrapped around all my hair. (laughs) I, I created a handle on the back of my head made out of my hair. And then I was like, this is okay. Come on. Just, you know, that I kept soaking it and I was just like what the fuck wow hours upon and and you know and two like they're like with commercials they're like don't change a goddamn thing about your appearance yeah, if don't you, cut you, a chunk out of your hair yeah exactly <laughs> and so i'm now like crowdsourcing people i've got mayonnaise on my head i've got deep it's conditioner a, it's a real it, lisa simpson moment <laughs> it was so matted that you couldn't even get the sharp end of a rat tail comb to pen it turned into this like flat angry dreadlock (laughs) connecting both sides of my hair (laughs) at the end you know and I mean like I started throwing shit I broke a few things in my bathroom um I I was like this come on this can't be happening to me finally had to cut the dread down the middle so then I just wait you like performed surgery you like cut into the thing I cut into the thing and so then I just had a a really heavy chunk of matted hair flapping now on each side (laughs) Andrea (laughs) it it took the entire day I was able to comb one out with minor cutting but a lot of hair came with it and then I paused I was like I can't lose this much hair this is crazy I waited for Sean to get home this is your like Brian I'm fucked up I was like Sean I'm fucked up because like (laughs) there was like oil and there were wads of hair and pliers and scissors and he came in and there was like broken shit and the dogs were hiding and I, cause I was like, I can't see it. I can't, it's the back of my head. I can't see it. So I made him aggressively. I was like, just go real hard at it with a brush. It took 90 minutes of continuous brushing. To Whoa. F- like wow. the other one I cut, the other one I cut into the other one. I had more patience and just cause I called our hairdresser friend and she's like, you just got to fucking brush. You got to yeah. brush and you have to find a patient friend who will help you. And you just fucking brush bitch. <laughs> I so, mean, that's oh yeah that's a lot yeah yeah it I, I think the, the amount of time yeah oh yeah it's a real mood ruiner I was like I have a hair handle you can pick me up by my the handle on my head yeah I want her hair handles in this season I don't fucking care yeah I should have gone to New York Fashion Week week with yeah, my hair handles. handles that's why I thought oh my god well we'll just see if the hits keep on coming we'll I see know. if next week has some better stuff in store I don't know it's yeah, just my, been rolling with the fucked up punches is what I, I will say. We have a live show in my yard tonight, too. I'm like, I wonder which neighbor's going to lose their mind and threaten us again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
my God. Oh, so good. So good. Did you have some some top of show business you wanted to address today? <laughs> oh, I just, you know, throwing in with the headlines, whatever. I'll, I'll just mention this. This I uh, on the hair day, uh, Sean's like, maybe we should just go get takeout. You're mm. you're not good. And I was like, OK, like I was like I was just completely engulfed with darkness. Yeah. And I was very hungry because I'd kind of forgotten to eat all day sure. long while I was screaming about my hair. So we order from our favorite Vietnamese place and uh, we go, we're like, let's go eat it at the bar. We like, we went to the bar. It just, I don't know what was happening. The fable looked like a frat party. I just was like, no, I was like, I'll get into a fight if I hang out here. <laughs> and so we turn and laughed and then we looked and he's like, oh, one of our entrees is missing. And we were like so hungry. So we went back, we called, let them know. Uh, they were like, oh, shoot. And then it was just like, we just didn't make it. So it's going to be a little bit. And I was like, no problem. And they were like, we'll give you free stuff. I was like, you don't need to. Don't worry about it. Then came back in and they were looking at me like a wild animal, like just so scared because you can tell the PTSD these servers have been mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. And again, another one came up. She's like, do you want some like iced, you know, Thai iced tea? We have Vietnamese iced coffee. I was like, no, really? I'm good. Thank you for making it. It's no big deal. And she was like, pause. And she was like, thank you for being so nice. Just absolutely. And I was like, look, it's two of you waiting tables in a full restaurant. And you're the only two running carryout. Like, cause their carryout is out of control at that place. And I was like, you guys are working. I was like, please, it's totally cool. I love your food here. I'm happy to wait for it. And she like, looked like she was about to cry. I was like, no, no, there's no sneaky Yelp review coming either. Don't worry. Like, you know, yeah, it, uh, we do exist out there, you know? Yeah. But anyways, yeah. that was just a little feel good. I took my darkness and I tried to make someone feel better. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just like, you know, there's just a lot. And I feel like just, you know, there's just a lot we can't control in this world. And I think that is just, you are uh, you are in control of your mood and your actions. Like that's mm-hmm. the thing that we can control is how we react to things. And oh, yeah. I'm not going to say that uh, throwing a bottle of scalp oil <laughs> against the wall is a controlled action, but it's what needed to happen. Well, speaking of throwing bottles, let's jump into into some headlines, Uh, shall we? Shall we? Um, What an organic segue. This is uh, fresh out of the Idaho State Journal, you know, our main resource for so many It's where we get all our news. We really, we scavenge, you guys. A 38-year-old woman was charged with two felony counts of aggravated assault after police say she threw beer bottles at bartenders at a local bar and they how do we just, say this town pocatello pocatello, pocatello. i think okay. pocatello yeah nice so pocatello police were dispatched to the first national bar which sounds like a bank but that first does national sound bank bar uh in downtown pocatello for the report of a disturbance inside of the bar so this woman um die i think is her last name are they saying her marie marie die is his her is her whole name who was charged, um, was in the bar. She was noticed drinking out of a flask yep. at the bar, right? A little nipper. She, she had a little nipper. It's a big no-no. Bartenders saw her, and they were like, uh-uh, you can't, you can't do that. You got to get the fuck out of here. You got to go. No, she got like a one warning and then continued to nip. And yeah. was not being cool at all about that, you know? Totally. And then she was basically like, oh, is that what you think? So she took a beer <laughs> bottle and she broke it over the fucking counter and then she threw it at the bartenders, you know, like they do, Brooke. I mean, um, this missing is like, them. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. So then, of course, she's like, I'm fucking out of here. And they're like, you better get the fuck out of here. I love this story because it sounds like a server submitted story. That's why I like this headline. It reads a lot like a server submitted story. (laughs) But yeah. So then she's heading out the door and then she grabs another bottle as she's out and like throws it again at the bartenders. So, yeah. They fucking basically told the police they want to die uh, to get trespass uh, charges and she's aggravated assault. Yep. 
And the thing yep. about our friend Marie here, uh, Stacy Marie Dye of Pocatello, she's a 38-year-old who looks like she does work at First National Bank. I know. She looks, the girlfriend looks fucking and wasted she, she, in her mugshot. She faded. Those eyes look like there was also maybe painkillers involved, plus the sneaky flask, plus some yeah. white rage entitlement. Um, but that that just... Man, I don't know what it is with that. Like, you got to think in Idaho, how many local bars are there, you know? Uh, And if you've just been, you know, ousted from the one Mm -hmm. and only watering hole, you got to think about these things, okay, right? Once you've done bad behavior and got hit with trespassing charges, you are down to hanging out at the local Applebee's. Yeah, but not only that, if she's she's convicted of the two felonies, she faces up to 10 years in prison and a $100,000 fine, you know? Right, right. Um, You know what's going to happen is she's going to plead out and agree to go to, like, Alcohol Anonymous and God knows what. Like, that's usually what happens, but, like, people. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I'm just glad no one was hurt. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yep. They had a good, uh, good bouncer working the situation. You know, granted, he like didn't see the sneaky sort of like last. You know, I'm going to throw one last punch sort of thing, which was grabbing the closest beer bottle she could find and like, like what and. You know, for good measure. Ah! <laughs> Nobody tells Marie I want to do. It was that I mean, kind of day. Maybe she just <laughs> lost her job at First National Bank. Maybe you know? she did. First National Bank is also an Omaha bank. That's why it made me think of it. They're real big in the big O. Uh, but not so much about, uh, anyway. But good God. Good God. Well, bad, that's an old stuff. chestnut. Well, that's mm-hmm. an old chestnut. Mm-hmm. Guys, are we keeping it together? Have we witnessed people who are not keeping it together? Things have just still been shaky and rough and weird. <laughs> yeah, people's, people's crazy. People's be crazy. <laughs> Speaking of still still shit not back to how it used to be, this next headline, Brooke, take her away. So, okay, right. As we know, uh, we probably discussed it in June at some point. There were rumblings of a sriracha shortage because the sriracha plant that makes this uses uh, this one specific pepper that comes from Mexico. And because of climate change, everybody, there were just failed crops of this pepper, which exclusively sells to the sriracha plant. And if you didn't care about climate change, if nothing else that's happened the past few weeks with the floods, the fucking fires, the Uh weird record breaking heat waves, if it's Uh going to be the lack of sriracha that gets you to pay attention, let that be your door in to climate change concern. There's a restaurant in L.A. that was like basically like bring us a bottle of sriracha and we'll give you your food for free. (laughs) <laughs> wow no uh-huh. way yeah because uh-huh. I mean I was I was reading like you know when this was happening back in mid-June people were taking photos of other people filling up shopping carts with sriracha like a fucking psycho all the hoarding mentality begins again um you know people were panicking and you know you've got like a lot of people who as I've come to learn I don't think they have taste buds because they're the sort of person who needs to drown every meal like in sriracha or hot mm. sauce or ranch. I do now think that sriracha people are like ranch people. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's a time and a place. But I think hot sauce does like, you know, it adds like a salty and a mommy. It, it brings Abs- out other flavors, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I I kind of feel like, um, you know, the, that sriracha is sort of like um, the – the nation it's sort of um it's like ketchup you know it's well like- it is like ketchup in that like I feel like it crosses borders and continents and it, it finds its way onto every type of food oh, and kind of finds sure. a way to complement it so absolutely I, I get it people who are like this is how I lube up and force food into my throat I need to go <laughs> get a bunch um but whatever I think people like that are big fucking babies anyways little <laughs> sriracha goes a long way I get it it's delicious I love pho and I love Vietnamese food okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so this is still bad this is still going on and there are already you know articles coming out being like so this is real and you better start learning to like other things and adjust your taste buds absolutely so we were just gonna go over as a friendly reminder a few other types of 
hot spicy sauces that you can slather over your food to make I it love go it. down. You know, as someone who has, I think we just got that new fridge, and I have it. There's an I have an entire hot sauce area like little cubby on the door then I think like I think I have always at most a rotating six different hot sauces that I yeah. like to incorporate yeah um so at this point four. in the game with like the GERD situation yeah hiatal hernia gastritis whatever's going inside my fucking belly <laughs> is yeah no hot sauce for this queen currently. Uh, she is she's on a hot sauce detox. That's for sure. So this that's, article does bring me a little bit of life. Um, well, let's just start with Tabasco because some yeah, people think that Tabasco is a basic bitch condiment as well. They, I think some people put it on par with a sriracha, but there's like a certain time and a place. It's like so vinegary and sharp, and it's again great on. It crosses borders on what it's good on. You know, so it it does. Uh, for me, sometimes I, it, like the thing that bugs me, I realize I'm like I'm a consistency queen. Mm-hmm. It's just a little too thin for me to uh, really get. I get it. I get right? it. Right, right. Yeah. Like it does do that little supercharged vinegar acid feel. But people were also saying things like Tabasco in general, like it's not complementary to already acidic food. So that's mm-hmm. when you need to start looking for sweeter, thicker hot sauces if you're already looking if you're already eating something very like tomato based or you know totally and i'm i'm a crystal girl like i'm I'm what is crystal crystal oh crystal's not on here but i'm just adding it crystal is a do tell also like a louisiana like style hot sauce it's a southern Mm. hot sauce um that's gonna be a lot like a tabasco it's thicker it's not as spicy Mm. um the flavors come out more crystals wins for me over tabasco 100 percent. it's like hands down the best um i I like this endorsement yeah 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 but um there's so many other ones that they have on this list too like buffalo sauce right this one i'm i don't it's good Uh, there's a it's very specific for me it's so specific i mean and i immediately want it in combination with blue cheese so Mm -hmm. it's like it's sort of like well Buffalo cauliflower is really good, but then of course you're always dunking it into some sort of creamy dairy-based something yeah, or other. Yeah, absolutely. I've never just tried it as like my hot sauce. You know what I'm saying? No, I never have either. I mean, I'm sure that there's people that love to do the Frank's hot, you know, sauce on everything as well. It's just not for me. Like again, it's such a specific flavor profile. I feel like it overtakes everything and thus makes it buffalo, you know? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Is it just, is it buffalo because it's got so much like Franks in it? I mean, possibly. I don't. It's Franks from Buffalo. We'll we'll look at it. Franks might be from Buffalo. I mean, but it's all the, yeah, that's where everything was. Yeah. We'll do an origin of a hot sauce in another story. It's some other time. Wait, can I say though, uh, someone made the hottest hot sauce if any of you guys are those people who like to specifically test your limits burn your mouth you get a body and mental high off of hot sauce we know that there's a whole group of people that do this Mm -hmm. usually people with a you know i i talked about it too it's like people who used to have former drug addictions or like dependencies on alcohol or whatever yeah you like go to a place when it's that hot i'm sure yeah, you go and you get like it it stimulates your endorphins the way that maybe drugs used to, but you get this really nice fun uh borderline go to the hospital sort of high from the heat, but um so they they're okay, so we know the Carolina Reaper chili is supposedly the hottest pepper in the world, but the same um creator who like you know obviously did this hybrid pepper has grown it exclusively (laughs) made up an even hotter one called pepper x and it's the hottest hottest existing chili in the world developed by accident while researching ways to fight cancer oh i'm like sign me up baby i'll put myself through hell if it like boosts my immune system every once in a while but it it has a 3.18 million scoville unit which is double the amount of the carolina reaper good god i'm just trying to think when you watch hot ones how they have that little scale on the side and how would they even like incorporate that we almost did the hot ones challenge for brian's birthday mind really? you we were gonna like invite a bunch of people over and buy the kit and whoever wanted to do it could do it but you know considering what 
has happened been happening to my stomach, it was probably not yeah, no, a, no, no. the yeah, best yeah. idea. We, we all I good. probably wouldn't be here to tell the tale is all I'm saying. Well, if you're that kind of person, this hot sauce made out of Pepper X is called The Last Dab. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's what they call. That's what the hot ones hot sauce is. That's oh, the hot ones hot that's sauce. That's the one. Holy uh-huh. shit. Okay. Yeah. That's the well, one they do at the end. And then they do like the last dab and then they do. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. And they put an extra. Yeah. You should watch hot ones. It's great. okay. It seems really fun. <laughs> it's also harkening back to last week's server submitted story about the hot sauce. Bloody Marys, which I'm just like, oh, oh could you imagine Dude. a whole glass full of dab? Anyways. Um, but let's let's like highlight like two more, which could okay. be your potential new topping okay so peri peri right Uh uh do you go do you fuck with peri peri i have in the past it's not like a regs uh you know on rotation (laughs) yeah so it's like a portuguese it's usually kind of like a a yellowish color um it uses the african bird's eye chili Uh um and i feel like so it's got a little more of um like a rounded out balance, like where you're going to get a little smoked paprika, cilantro, basil, lemon, garlic. I mean, that just sounds phenomenal to even like marinate your chicken in Mm -hmm. and do like a really amazing sear. Um, There's also a hot sauce I like. You got to be careful with it. I think it's called Yellow Bird. If you ever tried that, that one's addictive, but it is hot. Um, and then I guess, y'all, if you really were like, I need a Vietnamese flavor, and if I can't have sriracha, you could do the nuoc cham, which is delish. Yes, it's a yes, very please. different flavor profile, but it is very good. Actually, way. this is like probably one of my favorite uh, hot sauces of all time. Like, however, it's just basically like sweet and spicy tangy. and yep. tangy. It's umami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and funky because there's probably like a little fish, fish sauce. sauce. Oh yeah, baby. Happening. You know, yeah. if you guys, this is like what comes with your bun that you pour all over your cold noodles when you get Vietnamese. Mm. This is like what you dip your egg rolls into. This yep. like hits like every single like I I mean craving I have. Like Vietnamese food is like their balance of their flavors is like so on par that like and then I'll and then I'll put sriracha on something on top. of that, you yeah, know course, what I mean of course mm-hmm. but in the meantime this is like don't sleep on this sauce here's the thing is like you always feel like you never get enough maybe you need to find where to get a whole fucking bottle of it at home because it, it would be so good on rice it would be so good on eggs it just is really complimentary to all meats oh especially grilled meat oh yum guys nuoc cham that is I'm signing off if uh you're not able to find sriracha Knock chom it up, baby. Knock chom. Knock chom. Alrighty. All right. Well, let's hop into this server submitted story. Story. Hello, Brooke, Andrea, and Brian. I hope you're all doing well, enjoying a little bit of a summer break. Here's a little update for you and a much overdue server submitted story, which may have taken me a couple months to write from start to finish due to lack of motivation or something like that. Hey, no judgment. As you may recall, this is from Simon Ryans, by the way. As you I love may, Simon. Hi, Simon. As you may recall, the restaurant I work at is located within a state park. To everyone's surprise, the state park department decided to completely shut down last week, which means the restaurant is also shut down. But not only did the restaurant shut down, the marina and the cabins that we rent out also got shut down. And why is this, you ask? On July 5th, a man shot and killed another man on a property near the state park. The murderer then also mutilated the body and tried to burn it to get rid of the evidence. Then the murderer decided to hide out in the heavily wooded forest of the state park. And for some odd reason, it took two to three weeks before the authorities even started the intense search intense search for this guy. Wow. I know. Fast track to September 6th, which is just like a week or so ago. A body was found in a ditch near the area of the murder, but it was decomposed beyond recognition. Within a couple of days, it was determined to be the body of the murderer. Thankfully, the restaurant was only in total shut down for 12 days, but it felt like a lot longer. We're just a small mom and pop business and don't have corporate funds to help pay employees for unexpected layoffs like this. My boss and I made many phone calls trying to get answers or guidance on some sort of relief funds since it was a government issued shutdown. 
but we were given no help or resources. So my boss decided to start a GoFundMe, which she and her husband would match half of the donations. You would not believe how quickly our loyal regulars and their families donated money, and I'm not just talking about a few dollars. Multiple guests that I regularly wait on donated hundreds of dollars to help us out. Holy crap, I was in shock. This was such a wacky and unexpected situation, and it really made us appreciate and realize how kind and generous some of our regulars are. When they came in after we reopened, I personally thanked them and got a little teary-eyed each time. So the restaurant industry really is such a magical place where so many unique and meaningful relationships are made. God tips. Oh, good tip. God tips. Uh, good tips and good health, Simon. And you know what? Fuck murderers. Wow. Fuck murderers. Shut Fuck down murderers my business. For sure. Oh, man. Wow. That's definitely like way to make some way to make some lemonade out of those murdered fucking mutilated lemons. Yikes, man. Yowzers. That's always just, you know. That's almost what? like a hometown murder story, too. <laughs> I know. We are getting into spooky season, which is uh-huh. like the, the minute Labor Day's over. It's like pumpkins, um, pumpkins and murder. Uh, we will just take any scary crime-ridden stories from you all. No oh, yeah. doubt. Oh, yeah. Any ghost stories, too. I mean, I'm, I'm Always. into it. We're, we're putting like- in the call already. I'm totally, I wonder what, like, how big that state park is, and I wonder, like, why, couldn't they, couldn't they just have, like, a police presence there? I don't understand why the whole restaurant had to be shut down. Do they, yeah. is it because a murderer's on the loose and everybody's, like, really scared, or was it just, like, we're making the call, I mean, we're shutting her all down? It seems, right. like, you know... I mean, and and uh, when on the movie Jaws, they just kept the beach open the whole time after being begged to close it over and over again, you know. But yeah. well, <laughs> that was the mayor's. That was the mayor. Though. We all know that the not mayor's the sheriff not looking out for us. Uh, no. <laughs> here's my thought: is just possibly based on protocol you can't risk harm of people maybe in an area where you're searching for someone at large right and there would be a liability and so on and so forth but yeah because I'm like whatever I'm like I'll go out to eat let's have a spicy night out you know maybe 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 Stacy Marie die will throw a bottle at her head maybe a murderer um will come in and take us all hostage like absolutely I hate cooking and doing dishes I'm up for it Anything to get, like, put a little bounce in my panties, you know, <laughs> which sometimes people just need that. They need a little extra. Ooh. We've, yeah. Um, but thank God no one was injured. And thank than... God. Yes. You're fine, Simon. And I'm <laughs> so glad. But if they found that murdered, like, dead in a ditch, he obviously, like, got what was coming to him. You know, you know what I mean? I when guess. You, like, when you hide in a state park without resources or mm-hmm. yeah protection from the elements or whatever yes you're gonna show you're up gonna die. Rotted. yep it just yeah. is what it is oh boy oh boy well <laughs> anyway well you guys and like always just send those server submitted stories as gruesome or spooky as possible or to happy side- <laughs> sideworkpod at gmail.com Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Today's topic, we're talking about hookups, the art of gratis, giving away things for free, Brooke. Yeah. Um, And to kick off our topic, 
Oh my God, you talk about this this fucking crazy okay. story. All right, before we talk about the art of what is free, I thought we should discuss a headline that happened while we were dark. Um, let's discuss what is not free. <laughs> I know you all, because I know uh, the modern waiter, uh, I think Marlon and, and Danny covered this. This is a TikTok video that went viral. If you recall this ramekin thief uh, who started to show off on TikTok all of the dishes she has habitually taken from basically every place she's ever gone to eat. Um, we'll post it. I know it's a little like it happened like a month ago and we're a little behind the curve, but I never wanted so badly to turn oh, yeah. on the microphone and scream about it with you. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you're just not familiar, it, it, it's just, um, I don't know how to put it other than it's embarrassing it's and embarrassing shocking. And, yeah. Like and, this person starts with like, here's all the ramekins. And like, she just keeps piling it on, piling on. I'm, I'm talking like hundreds, hundreds. Like, and like a lot of them, like not good ones, like mm -mm. Sh the shitty little black round ones, which is like your typical side of a uh, buffalo sauce or ranch, like like the kind that would come on a wings. Like they're just so plastic and unremarkable. I need 10 of them along with then, you know, the ribbed smaller white porcelain ramekins, then all of the decorative ones, like possibly from a, a Japanese or Korean style restaurant for mm -hmm. your sauces. And then she gets into baskets and boxes full of just even lart like a serving dish full-on bowls plates where you're just sitting here going yeah this isn't like like this isn't really about wanting a ramekin this is about you're a klepto and yeah, there's just it's something the it's, it's the, the hit. hit it's mm -hmm. the psychological thrill of taking something from a restaurant oh yeah I, at one point she's like i wanted i had to i wanted a matching set of four to six of these specific plates like you know, it's like you're on a journey and like, give me a fucking break. Yeah. Like, and I, I like how she starts off the video being like, get ready. It's a lot. And it's just like, what the fuck? Um, oh, wait, wait. Here it says uh, just piles and piles and piles of even metal sauce cups. Like, who gives a fuck about one of those? Uh, she we shows do up, as servers well, we when, need we them. when we can't find it when right. we're out. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and it really lit up this whole conversation with servers like on Reddit and in response to TikTok or it got shared like as a reel on Instagram and, you know, servers being like, Hey, listen, I just work there. If I see you stealing something, um, I'm probably not gonna say anything, but I'm gonna be like, what the fuck, man? You know? Mm -hmm. And it's just, it does, honestly, at the end of the day, um, it makes the restaurant's life harder, especially poor little Brooke when she was going to work brunch shifts and all of those little metal ramekins that we use for syrup and butter just go missing or any of that shit you're like you're actually just making it harder for the server even though it doesn't come out of our paycheck I yeah. just feel like that is so psychotic I mean and a lot of restaurants these days too like they work with little local artisans to have like the cutest you know ceramic hand-thrown little plates I wonder you know so Heath Ceramics um mm. out of San Francisco when we were up there, like every when we were at Hog Island and we were at um this really cute bar called um oh my god, why can't I think of the bar we went to above Mr. Jews? I'll think of it, but it's super cute. But it was all the Heath ceramics, which is wow. like that's expensive yeah, that, shit. It and really you know, is. You know that shit's getting stolen all the time. All the time. I mean, here's like, do we all have a stray pint glass from a oh, night yeah. out or do something? Do we have where like, like my, yeah, like a like a you know a Belgian beer glass, right? Because all those are so quack, or whatever. Yeah, or a, yeah, yes, that's a pain in the ass too. Because you only get so many of those glasses, and then they just get stolen left and right, and then they right. also break easily. So you have two things working against you. So anybody who's into like fucking this type of theft. You're making you're you have no idea the trickle down effect. Yeah, and the fucking domino effect, the fucking butterfly flapping its wings, and you have caused chaos in a restaurant for an evening. Absolutely, you and you mm -hmm. are a thief. You're a thief. You're a thief. You're a thief. Anyways, <laughs> I so I just wanted. 
I hope your fucking purse smells like ranch and buffalo all the time, you fucking dirty thief. Like, the cleaning of it is an interesting thing, too. This, I'm going off a little bit, because you know Do for it. a fact, there's, like, why are there, like, a thousand dirty napkins on this table? Or why is there ranch right. dressing or buffalo dressing, like, floating in the sink in the bathroom? It's because somebody went to go wash it out and stuff it in their purse and mm-hmm. take it home. My God, give me a break. <laughs> Right, because God, God forbid you get any of your own personal items dirty, which then feeds back into this whole like you're creating extra garbage cleanups for us because you are a klepto. Anyways, anyway, and, and, and people were saying like you know like if you were really cool and really forthcoming and were just sort of like, do you care if I take this? Like a server might be like, if I didn't see you do it, then t-, you know. But it's like I'm just so embarrassed to even occupy that headspace. Yeah. I just say I'm I just was horrified. 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 So that's I just I just thought I would start by being Good. very on the affirmative Getting of what us is all not worked up. Free. <laughs> so let's talk about what is acceptable and the bonus for being a cool customer yeah when you're you're at the kind of place who can give you that hookup baby totally I mean let's start with food because you know I feel like we're gonna move into the bar stuff and that's way more complicated different yeah um food is very specific right as far as like what you can comp what you can't comp give away for free I feel like dessert is probably the number one given away food item at restaurants wouldn't you agree I think the cost of making it, I always really consider where I was working and whatever is the lowest food cost to make and what is usually the most left over, guess what's going to be given away for free, you right? You're going to get a piece of fucking panna cotta. You're going to get some chocolate mm-hmm. cake. You know, and also, is it a special occasion? Is it your right. birthday? Is it your anniversary? What have you? That's usually why you're going to get it. Or, you know, maybe you're just a regular, which we'll talk about that a lot, you know, in this whole topic. Um, but not everybody wants dessert. So like what comes next would be like an appetizer. An appetizer or like sometimes cause like, God, who isn't so excited? Like if our chef was in a good mood and being like, who's here Mm -hmm. or whatever, see what you order. Especially we'll talk about when you go into your place of employment, you know, on an off night, which I didn't do that much, but you did get employee discounts and free little goodies sent your way. Yeah. But a steaming fresh out of the fry fryer truffle garlic parmesan french fries sent out as a little like that cost nothing yeah for, for a sure. restaurant and we would do a little bit of that just as like here's something to nibble on and a, like here's a little warm hug for your tum tum yeah totally like i know you guys order two entrees but here's a super delicious side that we also always right. make then it's yours and you know and i feel like these are ways to like Make your customers obviously feel like they're welcome. Make your regulars feel like they're welcome. If pe- Obviously, if you have friends that are coming in, you want to, like, give them a little extra, you know, love if you can. Um, if you can. Yeah. And then, you know, the oopsies. You know, this is, like, this is for, like, a manager's, like, just, like, comp their dessert. Just comp their apps. Or if you have the authority to do that, to do that yourself. depending on where you're working, you should be able to manage your own fucking life. I mean, that's part of being a server, in my opinion, is you keep track of your own shit, right? Um, 100%. And, you know, again, this is like if you're newer to serving, depending on whether you're really corporate, depending on whether it's real loosey-goosey, depending on whether you have bad owners who are running the business into the ground because they give everyone everything for free mm -hmm. and make no profit, this is a really, like, learn-as-you-go sort of you become a veteran of learning when is it worth it when am I maybe being like a little too eager to give something free just for the sake of me getting a bigger tip Mm -hmm. but um as I got more sophisticated about it and definitely was really above board I would go to my manager every or you know the owner slash manager and be like this table is so awesome can I buy them this round of wine and she'd be like yeah you know and then there'd be this like check that however you guys did it too where you would pull items off of checks to uh-huh. drop in the comp checks so that uh-huh. at the end of the night you just kind of went through it everything was approved she just zeroed everything out uh-huh. so it doesn't look like the register's short or whatever but like yeah I think there used to be like I'd sneak something and f- not feel great about it and uh-huh. then when I was just like I'm just gonna communicate like an adult and say this table is really rad and I'd like yeah. to do something for them 
Right. And that's what it all comes down to is that like, unless you are the owner, like you should go by the house rules. Like this is not your house. This is their house. And whatever the rules are, that's what you should follow. And yes, have we all been guilty of breaking those rules? 100%, you know? Um, But I feel like, look, if I'm, I'm not going to charge you for a fucking extra side of ranch if it's that kind of place, if I like you. I'm not going to, you know, things, little things like that, right? Um, what what if at the end of the meal, I was like, hey guys, you guys were really a pleasure to serve tonight. Here's some empty ramekins. Yeah, here's some empty Here, take as, take as many as take, you like. Take this plate. Just take the empty plate. That that dirty, that's another thing, fucking linen napkins. That dirty linen napkin in your in your lap, you take it home. It's on me. You we guys take, take that. that. Huh? Uh, you guys want a, f- want a few roll-ups for the road? Yeah. <laughs> I noticed you eyeing uh, our sugar caddy. Um, just take, take it. it. Take, take it. it. What are you going to do with it at home? What kind of weird thing are you going to do with that? Yeah, I don't want to know. Just going to go home and know. sit in your kitchen cupboard for 20 years before you're finally like, what was the, you know, it's because we <laughs> all know do I have this? that's what's going to happen. Yeah, it's it's uh, right. And so the art of free things, too, is like as a server, that's a big deal. And as a customer, um, usually what happens, uh, how you can expect to get free things is either by being a really cool customer uh-huh. or if you were cool about a mistake that happened or uh-huh. if you're a terrorist who starts to have a meltdown over something going wrong and you know that you're going to threaten certain things and it's your whole plot in life is to go be a monster so you can get things for free that's Absolutely. a grifter Right. That's the grifter version That is of for sure the grift. Um, if you carry a broken glass in a Ziploc yes. on your purse at all times, you might be a grifter. You might be uh, a grifter. Right. <laughs> if you carry a bag of human hair with you everywhere, but you might be a point, grifter. Your, you know, entree being forgotten at dinner the other night and the staff bending over backwards to be like, throw free shit at you. To be like, right. what can we do? And you're and like, uh-uh, good, to be, I'm fine. To be honest, like, I I didn't want a Vietnamese coffee at nine at night. I right. was I was a little bit like, if you didn't want to charge me for this $10 noodle dish, that's sure. cool. But I right. also was like, I think if they had that ability, they would have. And it didn't seem like something they could do. So mm-hmm. I was just like, no big deal. Absolutely. No I can afford deal. my food. It's all good. Yeah. And food is one thing, but like, we're, I feel like we're going to lean much toward right. alcohol and being at a bar for this episode more than anything because I feel like that is where you know the drinks on the house you know and I feel like as bartenders there's a looming pressure like you know maybe you know yes or no on like what you should and shouldn't do as far as like giving drinks on the house like I think there's tons of levels to it and like we said before what are the house rules we talked about is there a program that allows for free drinks i mean i think as you know restaurant owners people expect to be giving things away for free that's part of the game you know um you basically ha- could have comp tabs put in place like you said um whether it's like the whole house for the night or bartenders are given a set amount that they can right. give out per right. shift. Mm-hmm. Um but depending on who your owner is like you either have someone who's watching every single drop of alcohol from like how much head is on a beer to like perfect pours of alcohol and keeping track of every single dollar they spend on that booze or they they put put all the complete opposite where they're just like I don't fucking care they're usually alcoholics (laughs) those those kind of owners are usually good time Gary's who are wearing a Hawaiian shirt and have a lay around (sighs) them and are like my restaurant is my party every night that's for sure and I feel like with that mentality it's just kind of like you follow the lead right Right. you either follow the rules or you don't follow the rules now I think there's a lot to be said about being a good bartender and not giving everything away for free and just knowing like you said like no feeling it out and like knowing when you should be giving away Mm -hmm. drinks for free a birthday sure oh you got a job promotion awesome your first round's on us tonight you know or like I got this next round or you know we all know the term buyback you know and that is 
a philosophy that is very much employed with certain bars and bartenders who you, if you've never experienced one, you're probably a, not a regular or B not cool and don't bother to have rapport with bartenders. Yeah. That's a buyback situation is like when you are the kind of person who sits at the bar and then hangs with the bartender. Absolutely. I think it's like, if you're the one that sits there and drinks all night, it's like, it's like getting, it's like getting points on your credit card, right? You like get to cash in and every once in a while you get that shot glass put in front of you, which is such a fun move, right? Right, right. To get that, like, this is your next drink. You just cash in this little shot glass or turn it over when you're ready. What is the etiquette? You just are like, I'm ready for my free drink. Um, I feel like those are the incentives, right? Um, but there's also, um, there was spill and waste sheets too, Mm. that some bars also make you keep track of where it's like any drink that was a mistake, anything that got knocked over in the night, you have to also keep track of again, coming down to having very strict owners and just trying to keep track of costs and where everything is going. Um, so if you happen to be like sitting at the bar and they're like, Hey, someone ordered this Manhattan and like, it was a mistake. Do you want it? You know, some, I mean, I maybe still would do it depending on what it is, but you know, me in my twenties, I'd just be like, you know, Brooke used to call me a fucking garbage, a dump truck basically. Cause I would put anything in a my drink, body. A drink dumpster, a drink dumpster. Yeah. So I would be like, Oh yeah, no one's going to drink that. I'll take it. You know, so people are happy about things like that. I, I know I would, th- my favorite thing too is this just happened like a few weeks ago went to the fable um meg who works behind the bar she's lovely i was like it was really loud and so i was like hey what's up troublemaker and then she just goes to make a drink and i was gonna get i was like oh crazy she knows that i want like a makers and diet and then gives me a glass of red wine and i was just like oh i was just like i i was i I wanted a makers and diet and she goes oh, we have a red wine called Troublemaker. Ah. And I was like, what? I was like, no, I called you Troublemaker. You're like, what's up, Troublemaker? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I truly, I was like, that's the rudest way to order something. And then she started laughing and she's like, I'll drink it. And then, you know, she was toward the end of her shift. And so she was like down the hatch, no problem. Um, But I had called her Troublemaker. And because what am I, a 50-year-old grandpa? Anyways, uh, but... She's, anyways, that was a really fun, but she was like, whoops, I'll drink it. You know, and then you have the bartenders who don't give it away. They're like, this is mine. Yeah, no, for sure. They're like, maybe in a bit, but yeah, yeah. I'll drink this like top shelf thing that got ordered by myself later. Thank you very much. Um, I think another reason to give away free drinks is to keep people coming back to the bar. 100%. So- we talk about how you create regulars. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, your rewards program, if you will, you know, if there's two bars that are like very similar and they're both very cool bars that play good music and you feel really comfortable there. And at the end of the night, someone's like, you're, you're great. Thanks for coming in. We appreciate your service. Here's a cocktail on us. And the other one doesn't like, which bar are you most likely going to go back to and spend your money at? Yeah. Where do you feel a warm, fuzzy feeling like Mm -hmm. these people think I'm cool? You know, because you go to the bars where you're just like nothing. I just cannot get a single bartender here to be friendly, personable, to recognize my face. It's all good. You do want to go where everybody knows your name, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. It feels wonderful. And yes, as a bartender, this is a fantastic strategy to up your tips. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true because a hookup does mean a bigger tip in, in a lot of ways, you know, I feel like, and of course you would, why wouldn't you, you know, just to be like, or at least tip on the original amount of like what the check would be. But I would always be like, Oh yeah, here's a little extra something, something for you. Scratch my back. You scratch, you know, it's a, it's a, I feel like people just, they, you should be in the know. And if you're not, don't give people like that free drinks. <laughs> right. Exactly. You learn your lesson pretty quickly. I'm like, who gets it and who doesn't get it. Right. Right. And, and I think too, we all like go like, well, at the end of the day is the establishment, the one losing out, is it theft from them? Because I'm giving away something that I don't personally buy to make more money to go into my pocket. But like mm-hmm. we said, there is, especially in the bar culture. So we all know the markup is through the roof, through the roof. If they don't have a staff, uh, that is like 
you know, just trigger happy with, you know, giving everything away. If they're not the staff that also drinks a bar out of house and home, you're still going to make a shit ton of money. So as long as all those other pieces are in play, I think it is understood in a bar that some free drinks are going to get given away mm-hmm. every night, whether the staff is drinking it for their staff drink afterwards, or, you know, you do a mixture of both. Like, hey, we we always give a little something to cool customers and regulars, so on and so forth. And it's baked into the budget. And that's absolutely. the kind of bar I like hanging out at. You absolutely, know? absolutely. And I think it's just, it, you know, and when it comes to be kind of expected that like this is our rapport and be like, no matter what, someone like always knowing they're going to get a free drink is like so appreciated. Um, and everybody is just so much more happy. No bottles will be thrown tonight at that bar. <laughs> Definitely not, you know, because uh, I also really like hanging out at TG's. And this is, you know, maybe six weeks ago or something, too, where uh, Sean and I went kind of, I think the one bartender, her name was JJ. She's really sweet. Shout out JJ. She, I think she had a slammed happy hour. She was alone. Mm-hmm. And so by the time we came up to her, she was like, oh, you know, and we were like, we are going to be so easy. Once again, we're like two ingredient, like like a beer and one mixed drink. That's all we want. We got mm-hmm. your back. Mm-hmm. And so we were really sweet again when we came back and we were just talking and chilling. We're like, how's the night going? Blah, blah, blah. Next week, she made us the two stiffest drinks I've ever had in my life and didn't charge us. She's like, these ones are on me. Thanks for That's being so great. fucking cool. And you're like... Wow, we went home way more wasted than planned, but also with the warm, fuzzy feelings of like we were just cool and talked to her like a human and also we're like we're easy, you know? Absolutely. And And that's a really specific bar where it's like it's so easy to get impatient and I'm not – they're great. I love that bar. I think it's awesome. The back patio is wonderful. I'm so glad they Mm -hmm. have it, but it like – it triples the amount of seating that they originally had in the bar and it just makes it really – hard to I don't know sometimes I'm confused at the staffing like yes and but I'm still going back obviously you know it just is you're just kind of like oh I'm just waiting whatever it's fine everybody is good but this is just the world we live in now too so yeah yeah now friends is probably like the main thing I want to yeah kind of closing out on this you know this is the one where it gets especially when the owners know these are your friends. Totally. Because you want your friends to come into the bar, right? But you can't fucking give everything away for free. No. And look, I we've all been there where we've just been like, whatever. You probably drink $100 worth of alcohol and then you have to pay $20 at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it works. People, I mean, bar owners have done that to me even. Like, mm-hmm. even at the, you know, like the long room. Like, I would drink or all right, night. Right. Oh, and they would just be like, just give me 20 bucks. And then you give them 40 bucks. And they're like, look at you, you big spender. You know? It's a friend's thing. But, like, I feel like this is where there has to be like a line drawn in the sand, right? To be like, look, I'm I'm working. This is my job. You guys don't get to come in here and drink for free and right. take up my bar space where like other people could be. Right. Or you have the friends that are totally get it. And like, you're not, you're gonna pay. And right. you're gonna pay, you're gonna tip me more, you know? Right, right. And you know which friends those are. You're, it's It's just like, you don't want like, the poor orphan friend uh, to always be showing up where you're I like, know. come on, dude, you're killing me. Like, first of all, I know I'm not going to get a good tip out of you because you're fucking broke all the time. You're literally yeah. coming here for free lunch and yeah. you're putting me in a weird position. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And is it fun when your friends come in and you're at work? 100%. It was like the highlight when I like my friends would come in mm-hmm. when I was bartending because it just meant my bar was full. I could play loud music. Everybody else had a good time. But again, you have to be able to make these decisions as a bartender. Like, what are the fucking rules? Like, don't break them too much. Don't be an asshole. Like, because it, at the end of the day, it's theft. <laughs> You know, and that, and you could be judged for it and someone could, you know, like you could get in trouble, right? You get in trouble. You can, well, cause it's like, we would have a manager who knew what was going on. Like Matt would probably be like, all right, don't just give, like they came to know our friends. Right. And so you'd get a little bit of like a, don't get these motherfuckers drunk on my dime tonight. You know, so-and-so like he would almost in advance be like, they can each have one free. 
end of convo, you know, and you're like, yes, sir. And you know that you're being, you know, that like your group of friends and the transaction between you and them, you're actually being watched a little harder than with a stranger Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's fickle because like even, uh, I'm God, I'm having like flashbacks to like people not being happy or being mad where it's like, you're a work, you work at the bar and you bring all your friends in and you fucking drink all night long and a bunch of shit and I'm like and I'm like I hand you a bill and you're pissed off that I'm even charging you and four friends anything right to like mm, you know Mm -mm. that's a real big assumption it's such a big assumption and it sucks it should be like well what yeah this is a business you just don't get to this isn't your like you said before it isn't your playground although that specific place Brooke that we worked at it was our it was a playground (laughs) it was yes I've had I still was like I'm here to make money for you and me you know um that place stayed in business for a long time yeah absolutely I mean that's because you know you're giving away tap beer not steaks you know stuff Mm -hmm. like that so I think just no. I mean, I I've been wanting to talk about this for a minute. I thought it was like a really a really fun topic to conquer because it is just this thing we've never talked about, you know, fully and dissected. And it's just yeah, just be cool. Everybody just be cool. I think is <laughs> the moral of this topic, right? Be delighted, don't go in expecting, you know? That's for sure. And don't don't expect like as I think an employee like people can fucking pay money. That's why they go out. And that like you are worth like what you charge. And I know at at this stage in the game, it's hard because cocktails are twenty dollars and because food prices are ever increasing with inflation. But it's like there's a reason why that is put in place. And that is because like everything's fucking expensive and people are getting paid a living wage. And it all are all these little numbers that help restaurants and bars hang on by a thread, a thread, you know, and they're not crushing it. They're not crushing it by having that seven. Not at all. So I just feel like it's, you know, it's easy to feel the pressure for people to give away shit for free, but just you need to decide like as a bartender or server, like what's best for you, you know, Mm -hmm. for sure. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Good stuff. Still got it. Um, still got it, guys. We still we still are powering through. Um, but yeah, like we said before, you guys, service submitted stories, sideworkpod at gmail.com. Other than that, Brooke, we're wrapped up. We're ready to roll. We you know what we say at the end of every episode. Yeah, Godspeed. Good tips. Talk to you next week. Thank you.